We are back with another episode of the Black Box Podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed. And I'm your host, John. And we got another interview, this time with a good friend of mine, also from my hometown. His name's Jack Tyndall. He's an artist. Uh, you know, he's been publishing an exhibit before. And we're really going to focus on his clothing brand, which is also called uh, Culture 7. He will plug all his social media and stuff later on, but we're going to get into how that started where it's going now, what the purpose behind it is, and yeah, we'll see where it takes us. Yeah, let's, let's dive do in. It. I always think about it, like that I want to like catch up with all the old homies and stuff, but it's yeah yeah you're kind of we're at that point now where when you were younger you're like yo i never want to be like that where i am always saying that i'm busy and then you actually get to that point where you realize that you're always busy and you're not you're not chilling with your boys or anything dude life hits and then you're like bro i don't even i literally don't see anybody no i yeah i agree with you i don't really either but yeah anything that's worth it, you know, you got to make that sacrifice. So some people make the decision to make that sacrifice and go for something or some people don't when they're happy with their current situation. And that's fine too. Exactly. I don't know. I kind of came to the point where like, I'm cool with having a social life and popping out. It's sparing there. Yeah. But like for the most part, I want to make my mark. You know, I want to, I want to create stuff that I can appreciate and, you know, do what I'm passionate about. You think that makes you, it makes you feel more fulfilled. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, like, I feel like I've always been a pretty social person and like, I had, bro, it's kind of weird. It's like, like, uh, introvert, extrovert type of thing. Like I go into phases where like, I want to go out a lot and Mm -hmm. I want to see people and I want to connect because like connecting is a huge part of business too, for sure. Yeah, networking, um, socializing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like then at other times, like I don't know if you you can notice this on my Instagram or like Culture Seven's Instagram too. Is like there's a hot period where I'm posting every day for you know month straight, and then it'll go cold while I'm kind of like prepping for the next, the next phase. Stuff. Yeah, and like you should probably everything down. You should probably try to save up content. So that yeah, you can yeah. have stuff to disperse out the whole time. No, hundred percent. I know, and you know, like, dude, the thing is, like, I do try to do that, but then, like, by the time I'm at, like, say, like, you know, we're in day five of the drop, right? I'm loving everything that's like come out and all the content that, like, you get excited. Kevin, yeah, like, dude, Kevin will put something together that looks really nice and like I'm hyped about the photos and stuff and then I'll go in and I'll make edits and I'll do like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll make like a bunch of memes or, you know, like whatever I'm feeling with the drop. Dude, by like day 12, 15 or whatever, I'm like, damn, what did I make? Like, I I don't like this anymore. So then like, I kind of drop everything cold. I don't know. I just like become a perfectionist. You want things to be a specific way. And if they don't meet that standard, then it's like everything's screwed. Yeah. A hundred percent. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm like that with my artwork. Too. Wait, wait, okay. Before we dive into all that, got a lot of good yeah. stuff to talk about. Real quick, before we get too deep into the pod, uh, Jack, can you just introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us, right, yeah. I guess, why uh, we're here. I'm Jack Tyndall. Um, I call myself an artist. Uh, I do like a lot of painting. I do a lot of custom shoes. And I own Culture 7, which is a clothing brand that focuses on giving back and like inspiring creativity. Um, you could plug yeah, stuff. You want to plug real quick? Uh, I mean, if you want to check us out on Twitter, Instagram yeah. at culture seven co. Um, and then my personal is at Jack dot 10 T Y N. Um, fire. Yeah. So, uh, when did you start, you know, even just painting before all the culture seven oh, and everything. Man. Is that from um, like from the beginning or? Yeah. When I was a little kid, dude, I mean, like I used to draw a lot when I was a little kid. I think my mom kind of like, she would sit me down. This is for as long as I can remember since I could pick up a pencil and she would draw like SpongeBob and then I would look at it and then I would try and draw it. And then, like, I realized at some point when I was young, I was like, wow, I could draw whatever comes to my mind. You know, it didn't look good, but, like, I don't know, I guess, like, you know, when you're a kid, everybody has a very vivid imagination and stuff. So I would draw, like, dinosaurs, make up my own cartoon characters, whatever. And I always kept it, like, very private that I like to draw. Um, I don't think it was until I was, in high school i think somewhere along the lines i picked up painting though i like to paint um like a class in high school or something uh you know what's crazy like i mean i took some art classes but i i hated art class so it's kind of too um, structured yeah i hated structure dude I, i took clay in high school that was the other thing too is i like to bounce around from like all medium so like you know I, I like to be a jack of all trades i won't sit there and perfect drawing or painting because i want to try clay right now you know i want to try clothes um so you know, it's a different material different outlet to get your art exactly yeah i like expressing myself through different That's ways it. but i would take clay in high school and they'd be like all right we're gonna make a mug and I would be making like little turtles or something. You know, I I never could follow the the rules. So, yeah, art class didn't actually interest me too much. But yeah, I think I think it was probably high school though. To answer your question, when I like started to actually pursue it, I guess, or like I showed people, like it was it was like nerve wracking. You know, I you don't want criticism or anything like that, so. It was Definitely. hard. It was very hard for me to start showing off my work, you know. I feel like for art, whether that be, you know, like painting, what you do, writing, any any outlet, mm-hmm. it's super hard to put it out there because it's just 100% your emotion made up and your, yeah. your opinion. And some people might just think it's horrible and some people might think it's super sick. That's the best part about art. It's all up to interpretation. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, honestly, like, I like, I like constructive criticism on things, you know, whatever. You get A to Z on it. I mean, have you seen any really bad reviews or 
bad things said about what you put out? I feel like not. Um, you know what's funny is not not recently, not lately. Um, but I would say when I first want, I first wanted to do clothes when I was in. Uh, well, when I was in middle school, actually, but I actually started showing designs. I don't know if you remember, but I wanted to do this brand called Elevated America. Yep, I remember yeah. that. I think that I was, was like, I was ready to buy a t-shirt. I don't know if you remember. Dude, I was at a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember I had like a whole pre-order list. Yeah, you were definitely on that. I know we were talking about it back then. What was that? That was probably sophomore, sophomore year. year. Sophomore year of high yeah. school, yep. Yeah, I, yo, I looked at that Instagram. That was trash. And, what? Yeah, but for what it was yeah. back in the day, yo, that was some Oh, yeah. Cool shit. I mean, man, we were filming. Someone was hitting like, a kickflip in the or, video <laughs> in yo, the ad. Yo. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't have like Illustrator or any of this stuff. So I was like trying to put everything together using like free, I don't know, you know, free software. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like Microsoft Paint or something, you know? Um, but yeah, actually back then, yo, I got shit on so hard. Like, That's just uh, there was a lot of criticism, especially when you're young too. Like that, that sucks. Um, did that kind of deter you for a little while uh yeah i mean there was a lot of other things that went down where i had ordered i had put in an order of like for two hundred dollars worth of t-shirts or whatever and a lot of stuff kind of like was not feeling right with it not even really the criticism because the people the the environment just yeah yeah and i didn't i didn't think i liked the message at the end of the day really i didn't really the brand didn't have a identity, you know, gotcha. kind of me catering to other people instead of doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. You were like, Fuck um, that. yeah, so I, I canceled that, but I did not get a refund. So I lost $200 when that happened. Did you, keep, was, you should yeah. just kept the t-shirts at that point. I, yo, they, they like kind of pulled the, I don't know. It was a, it was a big, some weird, weird you know, situation. It was, a, it was a good, uh, business lesson there, I guess. Um, and then when I actually first started doing shoes, I had you know, a lot of criticism on the shoes. Uh, but other than that, nah, like people have always been really good to me, especially people I like, I'm, people I wouldn't expect. Like I know them, but not, I'm like not homies with them type of thing. And a lot of people show love. Like, it's kind of crazy. You know, like, when you go out no, and I you see, do something yeah. like that, it's, yeah. like... Bigger you than yourself, it feels... Ways. Yeah, and when you put something out there, like, say you're putting out music or, or art or clothes or whatever, it can completely flop and nobody follows your account, nobody likes what you're doing or whatever. Or people can actually, like, kind of, you know, come out of nowhere and show love. And... Like I'm forever grateful for that because that was the biggest surprise ever. No, and it's definitely fully established brand now. I yeah, think yeah, which is pretty surreal. Yeah, yeah when, I mean, uh, man, the the way people talk about it, and then I'm like, oh shit, like it's a cop, like it's actually a fire cop. Like what you guys put <laughs> out is good stuff. You, you know, you, you stuck. Early on, I remember you stuck with like simple. You had that little B logo. It was clean. Yeah. It was sick. I don't yeah, know. You, you guys I, were always were good at uh, 
getting the message across, not trying to do too much. Yeah, I think, I mean, honestly. And then you had those light colored tie dyes, hoodies and sweatpants. Those are like all good stuff, really good stuff that people are buying now. Like it fits into what's popular. Yeah, which is kind of wild. You know, like I I do pay attention to like, um, like streetwear fashion a little bit, but rarely do I ever think like, okay, like this is what's good. Let me make my own variant of it. My head kind of runs all over the place. And then I just kind of think like, oh, okay, this looks cool maybe. And then I'll just throw it out there. You know, like it's crazy too. Um, A lot, I would say most all of the best-selling products or messages that I've sold are all ones that I really did not want to put out or like I really questioned putting out. But like, you didn't know uh, if the feedback would be good, you mean? Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I like, second-guessed myself on it. Like, the self-love hoodies and everything like that, which, like, everything... Those are probably killed, right? Hmm? <clears throat> they probably killed. Yeah, that's by far the top product. And and people, you know, as soon as it sells out, like, people, th- there's a line for more of it, you know? like So it's like... That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, congrats. It's it's probably a good feeling. You know, you earned that. That was, you know, all the time that you put in preparing and then also like waiting for the feedback and, you know, having to to wait a little bit of time to build that full community base. And now you're probably expanding outside of just our town and the surrounding towns and the town surrounding those. Honestly, like it's, I don't know how it happens sometimes, but like, uh, last week I shipped like four or five orders to California, Texas, and Indiana or something like that. That's sick. no no idea who they are. How Don't they know the brand. names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, but shout out to them though. Like somehow they stumbled across it, and then they're rocking with it, and yeah, it works. So like, it's very very cool to see that. Yeah, that dude, that's awesome. I was like, I just, mid. <laughs> I, all right. So in the very beginning, I, I started the recording while you guys were catching up and I just like didn't say anything. So then I wanted to see how long it could go, like where you guys don't notice. Right. I was thinking about but it. The then, whole time. <laughs> but then I, I, John mentioned that he, that he knew we were recording. And then I was like, you know what? I must let this be like a genuine catch up between two friends who haven't talked in a while and then i thought this was a good time to come in so we could start talking about your business because (laughs) yeah actually yeah this this uh i want to hear more about this drop and like the art that went into it um you know it's funny actually well with the self-love one i just started doing this thing where it's called like behind the design and like I just give a breakdown of because everything every drop definitely has I put a lot of time and effort into not just the artwork but like the concept behind it and I need to have like a solid message that comes across and honestly most of the time it's like a hidden message obviously the self-love one was very out there at the forefront you know it, 
um, clear statement, I guess. But um, in the most recent one, I explained where the heart came from. So on the self-love hoodie, it's like the front literally just says self-love. I picked a lot of colors that were kind of warm. Um, the first ones were like, or like comfortable welcoming kind of colors like they're like pink purple like a light pastel blue um i don't know if there was anything else and then the second drop i made it like a kind of like a beach theme so it was like yellow uh turquoise uh like a sand color kind of cream like just because like i always felt like you know the beach is the place where you go for a little self-care, self-love type of thing. Um, but yeah, so the front of the shirt, very plain, basic, like bubbly font. And then the back of it is kind of like the opposite. It's like a very rough and jagged part. And it's actually like a, it's like a broken heart, right? But if you look at it, it's um, it's a C and a seven intertwined and the bottom they're intertwined with like a little loop and then there's an arrow shooting through the seven you know like you could put the little dash through the seven um but i love doing that like i don't know and and basically everything that i've made i hide the logo or some kind of c7 name stake in there um but that one is definitely my favorite but little easter eggs yeah, yeah, I love to do little Easter eggs and shit. But um, the heart came from, like, I don't even, since I was a little kid, and I just wrote about this in the last behind the design thing on the Instagram there, um, I would draw skulls, but I would always put heart eyes as, like, the little, the eye sockets in the skulls. And for some reason, I don't know, I, I wanted to pull that design because like an easter egg i think i was like the second drop i did like a fear city new york and i kind of took this old i don't know i think it was from like the 70s like a police pamphlet it said like fear city or whatever there's a lot of crime going on in new york city and i took the exact skull but then i recreated it and i put my hard eyes in there and then the third drop was self-love so then I wanted to take that hard eye skull feature and then tag it along into the next drop. And honestly, I think n- nobody knows that. I don't think I've ever told anybody that before. Like, yeah, I didn't see that. I, I honestly didn't even see the uh, the most recent one you did or the Halloween one where you mm-hmm. just said that they were intertwined, the C and the 7. I couldn't even see that initially. Yeah, and I actually... Unless I'm mistaking it for another one, but yeah. No, no, well, I explained it in the last one, but if you look at the last one, the Halloween one, I believe, hold up. What kind of like, so what kind of equipment goes into this? So like even like what kind of tools you use in computer software? Uh, So, uh, well, actually, yeah. So the last design it did, it had the hard eye school in it too. So, um, yeah there's a lot there's a lot of stuff i think i started i just bought the adobe suite uh, i think i learned illustrator um then photoshop 
I'm still like I'm not proficient. I never had any like training in either uh, YouTube, maybe you know. Uh, and then I was sending out the designs once they were all complete and they looked good enough to me. But like my skills were limited, you know. And I didn't even know how to scan artwork in there. I didn't even know I really could scan artwork and trace artwork into there until, like, I mean, I, I figured it out. But I you were hand drawing it. So, uh, I would hand draw it, you know, just on paper, and then I would go back into Illustrator and I would try to kind of mimic something. But there's a lot of like rules and regulations as to like sizing and colors. And, you know, the more colors you want, like it, it costs. 10 times more um like every extra color you add yeah every color i don't even know i think it let's say it adds like five to ten dollars per article of clothing you know so that was yeah i was running on a small budget everything that i have right now came from uh i don't know i want to say it was like a six or seven hundred dollar initial investment but that's sick so, all right, so Were you getting was, the shirts done at first too, or did you, was the yeah. machine like? I was getting everything done like outsourced to a local shop. Gotcha. Um, but and and they do extremely good work, obviously much better than what I can. You know, they're pros. But the margins um, on you doing it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and also honestly, like I, I wasn't even thinking about money at that point, but I was thinking about like creative freedom. And, like, I just really want, you know, the first thing that got me was that, like, I couldn't get anybody to embroider these hats the way I wanted um, the design to come out. And I didn't really understand why. And so I started looking at my own, like, I want, I was like, all right, I'm going to make an investment here. I want an embroidery machine because I can probably make everything I want on it, you know. And it doesn't have to be just strictly business. Like, I can just test stuff out but really like you're also an artist so yeah 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 exactly like i make a lot of stuff for myself like there's definitely hundreds of designs that i have that would probably sell really well but i just i've never dropped them i've never showed anybody i just will make my own clothes it's kind of funny like before i go out sometimes there was like a period over the summer Every single week, like I would say I was going out on like Thursday or Friday, Saturday, I would make my own shirt, sweatshirt, pants, whatever, before I went out. Like I would make it that day and then wear it out that night. You prepped the drip. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, like, you know, you got like a fire fit going. That's so dope. All right. Well, I want a matching hat today. So I'm going to go make this hat, you know, whatever. Just make it exactly how you want it and honestly like that is probably one of the coolest things but obviously like i i do love to share the art when i think it's i think when i'm doing it for myself there's less pressure to make it perfect but when i release something yeah so there's like a a vetting process with that gotcha Um, are they all like c7 designs or they could even be non-c7 stuff a lot of stuff is non-c7 my stuff is non C seven, and then I just kind of I make it C seven in some type of way, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. But both, I think there's like an even amount of both. Um, but okay, so I invested into the embroidery machine, which was like in insane. It was it's like buying a car. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money. Bank right? account went to zero. Yeah, that was a huge investment. Um, I Did it take you a while to think that went over, or were you pretty confident this, this is what you wanted to do? Um, no, I, I was confident. I don't. I like really. To me, money doesn't really. You're chasing more of the feeling of fulfillment and happiness. It's yeah, you're exactly. using, you'd use your money as a tool to get you there. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you're investing, like I'm a firm believer of investing in yourself. You know. Yep. Uh, but don't you know? Obviously, don't want to be stupid. But that's the thing is like honestly, nowadays. I mean, sometimes sure, if I see something that I really want, I'll buy it. But like, I usually will not buy something unless it will make me money. You know, like yep. so if I want a pair of kicks. I'll go buy like three or four pairs of shoes at the store and then I'll go customize them and I'll sell them. So I make like enough to cover your shoe. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'll only buy the shoe if I have enough to buy it like a couple of times over whatever, you know, I'm not always just like, smart money you know, practices. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of those things you see on like Instagram or whatever, the like wealth management type of accounts. But like, Sometimes that's just the way my head works. I'm like, all right, well, I need to make sure I can either make this money back immediately or I need to make it double before I go buy what I want to buy. You know, yeah. I almost never buy stuff unless it will make me money. But, right. um, so I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, like, what are like the, are there like legal implications or anything like that when you, like if you're buying like a Nike shoe and you're gonna like um, put your art on it, is there anything you had to do with Nike or does it not? Or is there like no, no issue like that? Um, there is in I right, so putting art on it and then selling it, I believe is fine. I I don't think they're gonna come after you unless you're selling the shoe for like you know, $10,000 and they kind of catch on to that, you know, it goes viral or something like that. Uh, maybe. Um, but for the most part, I believe like putting your own touch on a shoe. No, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any legal implications on that. I haven't seen anything like that, but I do know because I recently have been looking into manufacturing my own shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, for like a C7 drop and like that's very specific like you cannot you're like the silhouette of the shoe needs to be it has like to be unique a right? minimum of like 25 percent differences in material and design work that's insane not, yeah it gets legal with the patents and stuff yeah like but and, you know like i don't know i'm sure you've definitely seen it recently where like like you know like warren lotus and stuff like like kind of big streetwear designers not really sure like he's he's pretty big i don't know he's doing collabs with like a bunch of nba teams right now um i haven't heard of but that he's gotten i believe he was hit with a couple of lawsuits there's a, there's like a john geiger or whatever he's a big shoe designer same thing mostly all from nike because a lot of these like you would call them bootlegs they take the silhouette they change the nike swoosh to something else and that's then, like their own like yeah i've seen yeah. that a bunch yeah 
but you have to change the silhouette or you have to change the sole of the shoe or something like that. Like you can't, you have to play that really smart. So like, that's why I would have dropped shoes. That's like Bapes and Air Force. And I've seen a bunch of people make similar shoes to that, but Mm -hmm. like, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in that realm, yeah. And then when it comes to like screen printing or embroidering, um, clothes, I mean, like, I don't even know. I like, I'm not going to, throw myself under the bus here but like i've done a lot of yankee stuff and like i don't i just don't think unless you're making millions of dollars they're gonna notice well yeah it's kind of insignificant but i guess if they see an opportunity legally to like yeah make money then yeah yeah and honestly a lot of it is like when it gets big enough though you have a legal team like yeah you know if you yeah that's or, or like, like Jack, you were saying you're like gonna start manufacturing shoes yourself. Like that could like that could cr- negate any issues in the future too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nice. Uh, so, uh, I was gonna say, what about uh, some future plans? I guess at least what you feel comfortable sharing. Like is uh-huh. to expand, get another machine, bring on like actually hire people. Yeah, I mean, like right now, I like so I did the embroidery machine, and then well, actually, I'm like, yo, shout out to my dad because he's very, very supportive of everything I want to do. My mom, my dad, my whole family—they're very supportive. So he actually helped me get a screen printing machine. It's like a, it's like a. Well, actually, I saw that where it looks like a wheel. Hand yeah yeah the wheel and like i wanted it and i really like i had just kind of invested into the embroidery thing and i wanted to kind of because you know like that's basically the perfect balance there's only a couple other little machines in between yeah they're i mean they're not little they're very expensive but like um you can do the bulk of your work with those yeah yeah you can cover a lot of bases with those two alone um so he helped me get that that was a lot more expensive than i thought it was going to be you don't need to go big like that but i just kind of wanted the productivity Mm -hmm. um but no so the future i mean i don't really have any secrets for it i i think i want to do i want to touch on world culture a little bit more um which is like obviously kind of uh behind the name which uh yeah, we you have to, you, like that's yeah it's a very like kind of like touchy subject nowadays mm-hmm. but you have to do it in a very respectful manner and like i i've just always like i i went to school for history and like world culture and stuff I, like anthropology i love it i think it's very interesting because i love the different art styles and like to me i believe that like each culture contributes and like it's only kind of cool when you like you're sharing it you know like that's, yeah. that's kind of the purpose is to share your artwork i think we so all need like, to learn to think like that a little more you know yeah just to be open and and just kind of love and respect one another what everybody brings to the table mm-hmm. and that's what i really wanted like well what i actually have wanted to do and want to start doing more with culture seven is kind of like the education aspect of things. And like, 
kind of giving people a little so the biggest thing that i've been working on now is like a japan influence drop it's not that would be sick. japanese art you know like but it's it's influenced you know like that's the tattoo style um like just old like ancient japanese art like a lot of clay pottery design um symbols and and all that right yeah which has definitely fascinated me since i was like a little kid um i think that'd be super cool yeah i'm like anime anime is huge right now which is wild because like i feel like it picks up more and more every single day um but all of that has been super influential from to me so i have like a lot of japanese influenced art that i've kind of compiled into designs now um i made skateboards for it i'm waiting for the right time to drop all that but yeah i've been sitting on skateboards since like the summer um that's an expansion that's the other thing i guess like i want to do um more you want to try new things too exactly yeah like i was saying before like you know i want to try the new mediums all the time and like so for me i think like the skateboards kind of off-brand uh, items you know um shoes i want to manufacture shoes um i believe the first pair of shoes that i'm going to go ahead and make will be inspired by the self-love collection um i feel like that would be pretty fire yeah i mean i hope so there's a lot that you can do with manufacturing like making your own soles and stuff like it's kind of funny because when I see all the opportunity that I can do with shoes, it's crazy how, yeah. And, and the way people express their themselves with footwear. Um, but it's crazy. Like, I I feel like a lot of actual big sneaker brands are cutting themselves short, like, because there's so much more you can do with it. And, and that's why I love, like, you know, I hate seeing the lawsuits and stuff because every time I see one of these, bootleg type of like whatever joints that people are dropping like they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff the other day i saw a pair of uh oh yeah it limits the like artistic ability that you can add to the shoe because you're yeah, you're basically yeah. working within these lines of legality yeah it's weird and then yeah. it kind of ruins the natural element um like one of the other biggest things i've seen is like vans like customizing vans is yeah. huge you know, like that's because it's a canvas. That was a wave for a minute. You did yeah. some of those too, right? Yo, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I did the Mac Miller. So I did the Prince and I sold the Prince. And actually that was a like precursor to making Culture 7. Like that kind of showed me that I I remember you were in an art exhibit too. Yeah, I was in. Um, so that piece of artwork, I sold the Prince to raise money for his charity after he passed. Okay, um, that's really nice of you. Yeah, I I mean, like, I don't know. He, by far, is my favorite artist. You were just um, pay- paying it forward? Yeah, and I just kind of thought paying it would it be really cool to share in that way. Because he influenced me in in my artistic style. And actually, you know, I wrote about that in the Behind the Design thing, too, recently. Um, so I just felt, yeah, yeah, paying it forward. And then Warner Brothers actually um, 
it was for free, but they bought the licensing for that artwork. Um, and then it was in his exhibit for his latest album release. Uh, what was that? 2019, I think. Certainly. That's insane. That's trippy. Yeah. It was, it was a small piece in there because I think it included nudity. So, but it was still really cool. Like, I mean, there was a, a wall of a hundred artists and I was one of the hundred featured in his thing. So that was, wow. yeah, that's surreal. Like that's very, very, very Dude, crazy that's, that's sick. But yeah, super dope. Are you, um, are you taking orders for people to like create clothes as well? Like, yeah, that is another, um, kind of thing that I want to get into. Because black box is trying to, possibly in the future make some t-shirts we've been thinking about some ideas yes we are <laughs> yo 100 percent. let me know obviously I mean, we'd yeah. love to work with a friend so, yeah we have a little collaboration going on but yeah, yeah we could, we could even it. have some artistic input yes oh definitely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yo whatever you want if you ever have an idea for anything yeah we can make shirts hats whatever you want we can All try right. to like communicate the uh like the meaning behind the name black box because i don't i don't know john do you know if we've ever explicitly mentioned it i don't know i think we might have in one of the earlier episodes but there are definitely people yeah. that probably still don't know though yeah so well, maybe I, we can... I, I i don't know i'm, I'm curious now well basically so no we could express it through the through the t-shirt or uh, through the hoodie or through whatever we decide to do yeah, I mean, we could explain it right <laughs> now too. We can. I was gonna say, yeah. I so, like that idea. it's like you have an you have an input and an output to a th- to a thing, right? And sometimes, like something happens in between, like your input and your output, but you don't exactly know what it is. Like you have one thing go in, and then you have another thing come out, and what the the change that went on during that process is it's just called a black box when you don't really know so the whole point of the name of this podcast is we wanted to like discuss an idea that uh like like maybe like we could give our opinions on something and it like explains like why something ha- like why one thing we we want it to basically be that the explanation for input to output yeah we're basically i guess where the input for the info and we output the no that was, that was fire that that made perfect sense to me. it it's like it sounded way way better in my head like i feel like i communicated <laughs> that very poorly just now but no be, I, like, I definitely pick up the just of it i think because i love that to like to some extent like we are we are kind of nerds so like we have to have some form of like you know you know how like it's like a technical term too sometimes in a design like a technical design like for my job doing computer engineering if we Mm -hmm. don't know that piece of you know our system it would be referred to as a black box. Like we don't know anything about it. We only know the inputs and the outputs. We don't know the inner architecture. That's wild. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I think that would be sick. We, we've been growing super fast. So we've been thinking about I've it more in recent yeah. history. Yeah, man. Congratulations to you guys. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. 
We're working yeah, that hard. Dude, I, I love it. I know, I gotta, I gotta go. I haven't been on Instagram in a long time, but I think you guys are Yeah, check it out. And when we post it, we'll tag you and we could do all that good stuff if you want to put on the page. Yeah, most definitely. We'll repost it. Post you guys up too. Yeah, bro. I appreciate you coming on. Of course, bro. Thank you. I I love coming on and talking about stuff. Yeah, super fun. I'm glad. I I haven't heard you uh, talk about your stuff in a bit. Yeah, I I was. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I didn't talk much at all today just because I just like enjoyed listening to your story, Jack. I feel like you had a, like you had a few like interesting explanations for like, um, for some of like your, your pieces mm-hmm. and I, I did appreciate it. So thank you thank for you. coming no, on. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I, it's not too often that I like, that's the thing is I feel like I come up with great concepts sometimes and I can like really, you know, like we were talking about like the Easter egg type of stuff. Like some things are pretty clever, but like it's not often that I either get the chance to explicitly explain things or I find the time to do like one of those behind the design things and actually sit down and write out everything I want to, you know, and then even those, like, you know, sometimes it doesn't get the exposure that you're kind of, like, that was, I would like everybody to know that who has purchased, you know, like a self-love hoodie. You know, all those cool little details about it. So, actually, and, like, it's kind of funny because I'm looking at it right now because I felt like I was poor at explaining things like that Well you know, even just talking, like, I'm not great at, when people ask me, like, what's the name mean, and all that other stuff, it uh, it doesn't really come, like, I have a million different bullet points, but, like, I don't have a great, clear paragraph explanation to things, so I end up making one of these cards that um, explains a lot of the logos, and, like, the background knowledge to it because because of that because i it's don't like really a, get to explain it too often yeah like a key to everything mm-hmm. culture seven mm-hmm. that's that's sick yeah yeah no someday I, someday I'll, I'll get there so i'm fucking explaining it better but yeah sometimes but, it's just for an artist you know it's just easier for you to express it through your work yeah exactly that's exactly how i i view it you know Everything I, I do is like definitely deep meaning, but I don't, I'll, you know, like leave it up to interpretation. I like other people's opinions on stuff, even if it's not what I meant for it, you know, if it brings more meaning to you in a different way, then I love that, you know, like I, I appreciate that. So, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, I like, I like how, uh, this this almost came full circle how you went from talking about art and then you talked about the business aspect of it for a little bit and then came back to art so it's like you get to be an artist and also like profit and have like your own like business from it which is pretty cool yeah uh like that's kind of like um when you're or for me especially but i know a lot of people it's the same thing. If you want to do anything that's relatively creative, I feel like uh, a lot of people are like, yo, you, you can't make money doing that. That's not like a feasible 
Yeah, I feel like you you hear that all the time in like high school. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just like people love to kind of shut that idea down because they didn't pursue what they wanted to. Because, you know, every single person has a creative outlet that they want to do, you know, like. like Some people just go for it. The podcast that you guys want to, you know, like this is great and this is a great creative outlet. And I'm sure, you know, you guys do a lot of cool stuff on here. So it's definitely like i just don't think that anybody should give up on that even if you don't want it to be your career i think a lot of people do throw it away at some have point. a healthy everyone needs to have a healthy creative outlet exactly yeah uh, i think that's necessary so but i don't know and like with c7 like i want to kind of convey the message that like it it's cool to do that it's cool to you know, be yourself and do what you want to do creatively. Well, I think I think that was just a great way to end it, right? Yeah, I feel yeah, like, no, I, I, I almost feel like this was like a story time. It was. But, uh, Jack, would you mind plugging your uh, your C seven social just one more time? Yeah, um, on Instagram, it is at Culture Seven Co. Co at the end. Um, same thing for Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, same thing, culture seven. Um, and then you can check out my page too. I want to do a little bit more artwork to find myself as an artist on Instagram too. So you can check me out at Jack dot Um, perfect. That's, uh, awesome. yeah, we can, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll plug our own podcasts, uh, social media so yeah actually I th- yo i have to go follow you guys right now all right it's at black box podcast no a in the black twitter and instagram fire <laughs> What's Peace. up? thank you guys for having me goodbye Peace.